Amy, we've got a bunch of little nieces and nephews between us, but we've also got a catch-all gift that all of our siblings love for their newborns. You're totally right, and it's Pampers Swaddlers, because Pampers Swaddlers wick wetness away to keep babies drier and subsequently parents happier. Pampers Swaddlers absorb wetness better versus the leading value brand and provide up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologist approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. Now you can try Swaddlers with new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. These wipes won't tear. In fact, they grip mess, shall we say, more firmly and clean better, leaving baby skin dry, soft, and smooth. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. Redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Only redeemable via Pampers Club. Pampers Cash has no cash value. Hello and welcome to Ask Margaret from What Fresh Hell, laughing in the face of motherhood, answering your parenting dilemmas one question at a time. Today's question comes from our Facebook group, which you can find at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash What Fresh Hell cast. And our listener asks, how do you get your middle schooler to focus his incredible power of finding loopholes in all things from in most humans' minds, pointless ideas to more proactive agendas. She then gives an example that her son got in trouble at school for flouting the dress code in a way that was technically not against the rules, but still irritated his teachers. She says, he's smart, witty, loves attention, and can argue with a brick wall. How do I help him channel that to good? Or how do I survive until he is mature enough to do it naturally? I love this question because I have a child like this as well. And I will say that one phrase that we use again and again in our house is a Dr. Seuss phrase, which is, it's fun to have fun, but you have to know how. I love the fact that my child is inventive and witty and funny, but there have been times where that inventiveness and wittiness does not fit in with the school day and the teachers who just want to get through it. And so I think there are two important ways to tackle this dilemma. This is what my mom, who was a family therapist, would sometimes call boundary-seeking behavior. And it's a great way to think about, is this child looking for where the line is? Yes. And one of the ways they find that line is to occasionally step a toe across it, or sometimes in other cases, leaping across it with their full bodies. And so two things that I approach this with are, number one, helping the child contextualize this. How do you think that made other people feel? Yes, the kids were laughing, but do you think it made your teacher's day easier or harder? A lot of this stuff is kind of silly and fun. It's not the end of the world. They're not, you know, pulling fire alarms or putting glue in other kids' hair. They're not doing things that are clearly disruptive. They're doing things that are fun and funny. They're kind of pranksters. But that prank has different consequences. The kids may be laughing, but it may be disruptive to class. So just helping a kid contextualize things and say, Yes, funny for you, funny for your friends, but disruptive for your teacher, and here's why that's a problem. My kid sometimes does things that are genuinely funny, and we celebrate his funniness. I have often said to him, 
these skills that you have of being a kid who is sort of looking for interesting ways to approach stuff, who is bringing fun and funniness to the world. Great skills. They're skills that can take you a long way in life. A lot of people in this thread said, oh, get him in debate, get him in improv classes. And I think those are all true, that this kid will probably use these skills for good for a long time. And so that's the positive. Then on the thread, we also heard from Jennifer, who said, as a former middle school educator, I used to spend a great deal of time setting clear expectations with my students around how they use their gifts for good rather than evil. I taught civics and would point out that if they all decided to climb the walls, there is one of me and 30 of them. I am only able to do my job because they choose to sit and participate and that benefits them. This is a time for testing boundaries and likely his teachers have seen it before. He sounds like a great kid who can contribute a lot to the debate. Teachers will enjoy him if he's not purposefully disruptive. Students will follow his lead and that's a responsibility he should begin thinking about. He'll find balance. They all do. Jennifer, I can retire from the podcast and you should take over my job because that is really the perfect advice for this situation. One thing in terms of our questioner talks about kind of finding loopholes that kids are sort of like, oh, well, you didn't say I couldn't do this. It's another reset in terms of boundaries that I have expectations for your behavior and that myself and your teachers, our job is not to lay out every single rule. Our job is to do our job and your job is to not get in our way. We are not really law setters who you are trying to find the way around. We are the benevolent dictators under which you function. I teach a lot and I talk a lot to my students about this, that I may set up, let's say, an exercise that we're doing in class. And then if they say to me, well, you didn't explain that that wasn't part of it. I say, I'm explaining it now and I am the benevolent dictator and this is how we're moving forward with this. So therefore, if you show up in a giant hat that doesn't technically break our dress code, but it is distracting to everyone and it is getting in the way of me doing my job, you haven't gotten one over on me. You have run afoul of your benevolent dictator and I'm going to put you back in your place in this context. Now, there may be lots of places walking around with your friends, going to the mall, that you can wear a crazy hat and make everybody laugh, but that doesn't work in the context of my classroom and it's not going to be allowed. And so I think that appreciating the sense of humor while constantly reinforcing boundaries and not getting into debates about loopholes, you didn't specify that, It's really not my job to make sure that I say everything. You kind of knew this was over the line. You wanted to test what was over the line. It's fine. It's kind of funny. But now we're getting back in the line where I can and his teachers can encourage my child's sense of humor, intelligence about skirting rules. We can encourage that. We can find outlets for it, like debate, improv, all sorts of things. We can realize that in the long term, this is a skill that will probably serve him well. But in the meantime, we can also say, you're out of bounds. This kid sounds awesome. My kid's awesome. They will figure this out eventually. But you want to help give them that context over and over again. If you have a question for myself or Amy, you can actually record them on our website. There's a little microphone. You can speak your question to us and you may hear yourself and your own voice on an episode. 
Or you can always ask questions in our Facebook group as this listener did, and you may hear your question answered on an upcoming episode. Thanks so much for listening. Well, hey there, Busy Mama. Are you looking for ways to make your life easier, your home less chaotic, and at the same time, add more joy to your life? My name is Deanna Yates, and I'm the host of Wanna Be Clutter Free, a podcast all about letting go of the stuff we don't need in our lives so that we can focus on what truly matters. Don't worry, I'm not going to tell you to throw it all away or make you feel guilty about keeping something you love, no matter how many other people don't quite understand it but I will give you practical and more importantly, actionable advice so that you can make progress right away. And you won't just hear it from me. There are amazing guests too. It's like having your bestie in your pocket, telling you it's okay to let go of the things that are not serving you and your family in a totally non-judgmental way. So join me over on the podcast where we can work on progress over perfection for those of us that want to be clutter-free. Feel like you're the martyr in your family? You're not alone. Hey, this is Joanne. And Brie. And we're from the No Guilt Mom podcast. Brie, we talk to a lot of moms. Yeah, we sure do. And if you're a mom who has a to-do list that is so massive that you get overwhelmed and you shut down. Or if you fall into the habit of doing everything for everyone and don't know how to change it, we can help you become a no guilt mom. We're going to take you from family martyr to family model. That's role model so that you role model the behavior that you want to see out of your kids. You're going to go from being tired and overwhelmed to energized and guilt free. Every week, you'll get actionable strategies that you can implement right away from the experts that we interview and from us. We also have a whole lot of fun. So check out the No Guilt Mom podcast everywhere you listen to your favorite shows.